Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. From an undisclosed broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. Is lock and load. Joining me now, because uh, you've been busy. It's been a while since we actually got to talk in 2024. I don't know if you've even done it yet. But anyway, joining me now from Combat Speed LLC is Super Dave Harrington. Good afternoon, sir. Afternoon, Mr. Bill. How you doing? I'm, I'm just trying to cope. I have a, but but I, I have some questions for you because I think you probably know more about it than I do. Because when I was in the army, there was one sleeping bag. Do you remember right. that back in the day, back in the eighties and the nineties where there wasn't, oh, yeah. there wasn't a, you know, the sleeping bag, it was one piece and, and that's what you got. There was no sleep system, for example. Right. And exactly. nowadays exactly. the, the equipment, it, I, I'm not sure if it's lighter or not, but it seems like it's a little more well thought, thought out and it seems like they've gotten past Vietnam with it. So I wanted to talk about the more, or at least the equipment that you've worked with. And I want to start with the, the sleep system. And what was the most modern sleep system you dealt with when you were in the military? Well, we had an inner and outer, basically what's called a, you know, the inner bag. Then, like the outer shell for the bag, right? And then they had started to phase in. I didn't get any. I didn't get one or get any of this type of gear. But they were phasing in these little uh, one man sleep hooches, right? Like a one man hooch, like a low, you know, low bag, bivy bag. Yeah. Okay. And uh, but the thing about it is. Um, even when I was in the service, just because they issued it didn't mean I had to use it. Right. I always used my own sleep gear. Okay. Uh, so I had my own, like, civilian system, I guess. Okay. As, as you would call it. Now, was that lighter? Oh, yeah, much lighter. Uh, much better temperature range for the. I, I actually had two bags. Um, the inner bag was kind of a, I would say, a warm weather bag. Right. But then the shell for that was a cold weather shell. You know what I mean? So you could put the put the inner and the outer, and and you would be insulated very well insulated. Right. You know. And, uh, but the one thing I've always done is carry a simple tarp, you know, like a six by eight tarp. Right. To build my own little windfall pooch. See, it's okay to, you know, to try to stay dry. And that's okay because 
you know, if you expect to be operating in inclement weather, you're going to be prepared for that. But the biggest thing is, even if it's just light rain, light mist, um, you've got to keep the wind off of you. Right. So there's, you know, a simple lean-to is huge when it comes to, you know, maintaining your, uh, or regulating the body temperature, you know? Right. So uh, I, I never got wrapped around the axle on, you know, using the Army's gear because even that sleeping bag, I mean, the thing was huge, rolled up. Right. And it took up way too much room in your rucksack anyway. Right. Yeah. So, so what, what, what was the temperature? The outside. What was the temperature range of the bag that you had? Uh, if I remember right, it was uh, actual. It was actually uh, the name of the bag was a Ranger bag, uh, and it was um, way more than I actually needed. Uh, I never. I only think I slept in it once. Right. Because it was like it had a, I don't know, man, a way negative zero coverage for cold weather. Right. Because that's what, that's what I bought it for. But I really never worked in a cold weather environment. Now, that's not to say it can't get cold in the desert because the high desert, uh, a lot of people get fooled. You know, you talk about going to the desert, and you're thinking, oh, wow, hot, and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, it can exceed 100 degrees during the day, but it can certainly plunge below freezing at night. And that's what catches a lot of people. Right. Uh, But uh, we used to work, when I was in the uh, 7th Light Infantry Division at Fort Ord, California, we used to do a lot of work. Um... Oh, man, what was the name of that place down south of um, Fort Hunter Liggett was the, was the training area. Right. And it was a high desert environment. And I specifically remember one day uh, we were, you know, out on a two-week uh, field uh, deal. And it was like 104 during the day. And we were having... Uh, heat casualties, right? Uh, because of the heat, and then the next day we were having cold weather casualties because it got down to something like uh, twenty degrees that night, right? And guys weren't prepared for it. You know what I mean? Yep that's a, that's a wide swing. You know that's why they call it training. But the environment that you're in, you definitely need to do your homework, uh, not only on the environment that you live in, but the environment that you plan on you know, winding up in or operating in or whatever, uh, because the weather can you know, go to extremes in some places. Well, the, the actual uh, key, I always thought, because I did a lot of very extreme cold weather stuff in, in Europe. Because we had a lot of extreme cold weather. And we just had the one sleeping bag, which was the gigantic, I guess, temperate bag. Right. And, I mean, back yeah. then, we, we had they had not figured out the science. And we were just sort of expected to, to find a way to make it work without having ways delivered to us, right? 
And right. we did, but at the same time, the, the, the equipment, we like the two shelters, and we're going to talk about tents or shelters in the next little bit and in the next segment just to see what your thoughts are on this. But the old two-shelter-half tent, that was not exactly uh, – I mean, I don't know when that one came out. That was World War Two era. Okay. <laughs> Where well, you and your money our, each had a half. Yeah, but we certainly got our money's worth out of that one. Right, because uh, the first time I went to the field was in the Black Forest of Europe in, in Germany, and we had me and my other private buddy. We had to pitch our tent in the snow, and the next morning we had to beat our way out of being buried in the snow. Although the tent held up, the tent held up just fine. But uh, right. yeah, that was not exactly this was not exactly a sealed tent against the uh, cold uh, cold air. But yeah, gear. I, I think gear nowadays, and I'm, I'm interested. I, I found it very interesting what you said about the sleeping bag, where you went to the lighter weight civilian counterpart, which makes a whole lot of sense to me. And I'm going to ask. I've got a couple more questions about that before we move on to the tent. Uh, Combat Speed LLC is back up and running. If you want to, uh, he, he's now doing. He's he's about to set up uh, classes and everything else. And if you want to check out and see what's going to be available in your area, or if you want to sign up for one, very shortly the website will be able to accommodate you. He's also back on uh, Facebook. S. Dave Harrington. You should go sign. You know, go friend him on Facebook. You can find out what he's got going on. You might get a guitar riff. You might get to see uh, see his uh, some of his outdoor vehicles that are meant to uh, you know that he runs. Runs for the hills in, in the non-existent hills of Florida. Anyway, we'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. Tactical Innovations is the ultimate one-stop shop for all your competition, law enforcement, and military needs. Home of the Weapons of Wick. Now featuring the new Pit Fiber, Terran is the one who trained the one. And he is Hollywood's go-to for taking the weapons and training to the next level. His legacy of championship wins, spanning across decades, is due to his uncompromising dedication to perfection. These innovations are now offered to you at TerranTactical.com. At MGS, we have what it takes to reinvent yourself. With a curriculum designed to balance work, family, and a gun repair education, MGS provides the gateway into one of the fastest-growing segments of the gun industry. Modern Gun School's mission is to provide high-quality distance education using time-tested materials and hands-on projects designed to develop a proficiency in both the technique and the business of gunsmithing. Go to mgs.edu. MGS Trade School. Your future is waiting. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. 
I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish? GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA, insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be great product a few days in and i could feel a difference for certain not checking medical stats yet i know this is really working by how i feel we'll continue to take this product to order call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com that's x-t-e-n-d-o-v-i-t-e dot com Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Welcome back. This is Lock and Load, and I'm talking to Super Dave Harrington from Combat Speed LLC. Before we go, get into the tents. Now, as far now, I know how much space the old temperate sleeping bag took up, and it was considerable. We couldn't put right. it. We we had the uh, we didn't have the big rucksacks. We had like the the medium sized rucksacks. So we. Right. Probably, if if we were going to carry it all on our back, we had to strap it to the top of it. It would not fit in the rucksack. How big was the sleeping bag you were using as far as how much space it took up the way you packed it? Well, uh, it I, had, yeah, it had its own uh, compression stack. Right. So I could uh, compress it basically into about the size of a soccer ball. Right. Wow. Okay. I would say I would say no bigger than a, maybe a little smaller, maybe a volleyball size uh, package, and it was you know back in that day for the room that we had to work with in the in the large rucksack, uh, that was uh, very 
compact, small and compact. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, another uh, thing I used to always carry, and I happen to have in my hand at this point, because I was discussing another aspect of this thing, is um, UST uh, Survival Reflect Tent. Little shelter that's uh, it's an all weather emergency protection right tent, and it's like uh, you know fifty six um, wide, ninety six long. It weighs like five point two ounces, but it folds out into a triangular tent, right? And it's made of that you know bright, shiny material that reflects heat or traps heat. And I've always kept one of those uh, in my rucksack. And I got this one out. I dug this one out of my gear for another project I was discussing with a guy was uh, how do you hide your heat signature? You know, how do you, how do you hide from thermal uh, imaging and I don't know now this was 20, 20 years ago right maybe uh, but you, you know the survival blankets right that you know the, the bright shiny material the survival blanket is the same thing that this tent is made out of that traps your heat body heat would also block your heat signature from clear, you know, forward-looking infrared. Right. Um, but I don't know how you have to do your own, you know, testing against legit thermal. And thermal imaging is so much everything. I mean, night vision, thermal gear, you name it. Anything electronic that we had 20 years ago is like to the 20th power now better than what we had. You know what I mean? It's just unbelievable the the weaponry and stuff guys have to work with today. Yeah. It, it it's amazing. Has, I And, you know, the thing that I really question about that part of it is that all that time we were there and everything, we were going through, uh, you know, like when I was in Europe, the stuff worked, but I mean, it could have been so much better. And there was no movement at all in refining that as far as I saw. And the entire time I was in the military, the only piece of equipment that I ever saw get refined was the uh, the M16. We went to the A2s, which I didn't really count that as a refinement. I did like the handguard better on the A2, but, you know, that was when we went right. to a three-shot burst, which I thought was a stupid thing to get to. Right. But, um, but you know why nothing, there was no reason to uh, progress anything, right? Well, it was peacetime. We'd because we, it was a peacetime army. Yeah. There was no push to, uh, there was no uh, life-saving emphasis on the kit and equipment we were using. 
That sort that's of seems to me, though. But that, that sort of seems to me that that would be the time to be getting out there and testing things and doing things instead of waiting till we get into combat and saying, "Oh, this doesn't work." Well, you would think that, but what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah reality is harsh. It sometimes. is. It is harsh. So let's talk tents now. Like I was talking about with the two shelter halves, now they have these. Uh, these one-piece tents that you just pop up. You've got an outer exoskeleton. It's got a bathtub uh, floor in it, and it has a fly in it. And sometimes they have four, three season, four seasons, and they're all single-man tents, and they're very small. Did you ever use any of those? No, I didn't. No? No. You talked about a tarp. Did, did you like to sleep under tarps? Yeah, I just made a lean-to. Yeah. The uh, I always kept this one thought in mind. I never, I don't like to be restricted under any circumstances. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, especially in the environments and the, and the purpose in which, you know, I'm working, why would I want to encase myself in, in all this stuff? You know what I mean? You know, strip down, get into a sleeping bag, get right. that sleeping bag inside of a, some small one person hooch you can't even you know you got enough room to stick your nose out so you can breathe um well you know what are you going to do when you need to immediately go to work now you got to get yourself out of all that and get up and ready to rock you know what i mean none of that ever made none of that ever made sense to me and i would say about uh, 80% of the time, all I ever used uh, from a sleeping standpoint was uh, a poncho liner. You know, a poncho and a poncho liner. Right. That's it. You know, I have those two married up, and that was what I used to uh, keep myself comfortable with while I slept. Because then all I got to do is wake up roll that up, stuff it in my rock and go. Well, as long as it works that way. I mean, that, that and I've, I've seen people talk about their sleeping system and, uh, and we'll probably run out of time before I can say this. So I'll just hold this up. But, uh, Super Dave Harrington, you can find him at Combat Speed LLC. You can also find him on Facebook at S Dave Harrington. Find out where he's got gigs going on. Find out what's coming up next in the, uh, in, in the Super Dave world, I know some of the things he's doing on the side. I'm not going to talk about them. He'll talk about them later, but uh, a lot of stuff coming down the pike. He is f- so far from done. He's nowhere near it. And we will be right back talking gear with Super Dave Harrington from Combat Speed. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. years, Aero Precision has paved the way as a leading manufacturer of American-made AR parts. Aero Precision caters to the rifle builder by engineering quality receivers, hand guards, and other essential parts. Aero Precision's added enhancements create a smooth build process from start to finish for beginners and seasoned builders. Whether this is your first rifle or your 50th, Aero Precision offers everything you need to make a quality AR at an affordable price. 
Holster.com, the home of DeSantis Quality Build American-made products for 45-plus years. Supporting police and government contracts from first responders to responsible citizens. Holster.com is your source for quality American-made leather and Kydex holsters for the armed American. For concealed carry or open carry, Holster.com has what you need. We didn't invent concealment. We perfected it. Go to Holster.com now and buy a DeSantis holster today. USA News Update. On Capitol Hill, a government shutdown clock is now counting down once again. By January 19th, Congress needs to pass roughly a dozen spending bills or parts of the government go unfunded. It has become crystal clear that it will take more than a week to finish the appropriations process. Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who announced an earlier spending deal with new Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson, but there's been some pushback in the days since. Several House conservatives are speaking against the deal because it does not include deep enough spending cuts. Hunter Biden is pleading not guilty to federal tax charges in California. The president's son arrived at the arraignment Thursday in downtown Los Angeles. Entering his plea, he faces three felony and six misdemeanor charges and stands accused of failing to pay taxes, among other things. Hunter could face sentencing of up to 17 years in prison if convicted there. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. I need a tax preparer. How should I choose one? Using a paid tax preparer this year? Before paying someone to do your taxes, make sure they're qualified. Ask about their fees, experience, and training. Check with a Better Business Bureau. Avoid anyone who promises a higher refund. And review your tax return before you sign it. And make sure your preparer signs it too. For more tips, visit irs.gov and search Choosing a Preparer. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program Based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations, call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 
And welcome back. This is Lock and Load, talking to Super Dave Harrington from Combat Speed LLC and talking gear. And uh, one thing that I noticed is that for a lot of people nowadays, when we're talking sleep system and or shelter, a lot of guys have gone to this uh, thing where they get out there and they've got all of that cold weather clothing on. Right. And then they do exactly what you were just talking about with tarp and uh, uh, a liner and everything. But they've got the cold weather gear on, which is much more insulating than the stuff that we used to have. And they sleep right. in that with that on. And then they just, if they just kick that off, then they are ready to go because they're already in uniform. Um, exactly. Did you ever use any of those cold weather systems for, for dress, uh, uniforms? Yeah. Yeah, I sure did. We had the spear system. Right. What was called the spear system. And I still have the majority of all that gear because uh, it's an army regulation somewhere uh, that anything that, you know, a soldier wears uh, next to their body, next to their skin, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they they keep it. Um, So I have the spear system, uh, you know, the only downside to it is I don't recall it ever being in any kind of camo. It was all black. Right, but you had um, like silk uh, long johns, bottoms and tops. You know, uh, then uh, your uni- your uniform layer. Then there was another lighter um, pants and jacket type uh, piece. The the middle piece. And then, of course, you had the over pants and uh, parka kind of a thing. And it was outstanding. Uh, you could wear or mix and match or do whatever you wanted to with the spear system and pretty much be covered uh, for, you know, covered down on uh, any kind of inclement weather or cold weather. Um but again, I will reinforce the fact that I never, you know, I was in um, first group, which was uh, operational area of uh, Middle East, uh, you know, PACOM, the Pacific Rim. Right. And I was in third group, which was uh, Africa. Now, it's not to say, you know, it can't get cold in either place. It's just, it's not like I ever did anything in Europe where I had to operate in sustained, like, deep winter circumstances. Right. And I, I was, I guess, now that I think about it, I was fortunate to avoid that completely. Right. Well, but, I mean, when you start talking about the desert, you got to be fairly flexible when you're in the desert because, like you, you said... Oh, you know, the desert's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Heat injury during the day and cold weather injury during the night exactly so that that was going to be a that that that's a i mean that means you're carrying a lot of stuff doesn't it you got to carry a lot of stuff for that it's um you can actually become a gear junkie pretty quick if um you know you don't have the experience to get by use you know, make every make maximum use out of every piece of gear you carry. Otherwise, 
you know, I've, I've either been in the uh, light infantry as far as combat arms. Right. I was in the light infantry on my feet. Uh, I've never been a part of a mechanized unit or anything like that. It's been all light infantry and uh, special forces. So uh, I pretty much spent my career on my feet under a rucksack. Right. So I had things pretty well metered out as far as, uh, you know, something that we are overlooking that I do want to mention is you can only be as prepared as possible. You still have to have the intestinal fortitude to suck it up. Right. You know, when the suck factor is going through the roof. You know, when the suck meter is pegged out, right? Uh, you got to put up with it, you know, and go for it. But the the smarter you are about your kit and equipment and how you employ it, the better off you'll be. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, uh, and you 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 put you put out a good point about well i got issued a lot of stuff but i didn't carry a lot of it and that's where the smarts come in you got to be able to look at where you're going what you're going to be doing uh, a smart right. person would take into consideration what time of year it is like springtime in europe is rainy season right right and uh exactly. fall in europe is rainy season but then the the rainy season goes get, goes away like in early september and becomes the snowy season right and you've got to be able to make that switch. Now, I was always in mechanized infantry, so I had a vehicle to where I could carry some extra stuff. But I still, you know, mm-hmm. despite I had more space and everything on it, I didn't have to to walk it. Uh, I did. Uh, I was. I had three or four people in the vehicle with me that I had to make space for as well. But I was in charge of the vehicle, so I could, uh, you know, I could right. say what they could and couldn't have. And uh, but that was RHIP. Yeah, I, I did not. Uh, I didn't. I didn't abuse that position too much. So, right. In any event, one thing I would like to put emphasis on, sure, about personal kit and equipment. Right. If you have, uh, I mean, whether you're in the military or not, military is much better about it now than they ever have been in the history of the military, but. Uh, even for the civilians out there that are into orienteering and hiking and climbing and all that kind of stuff, where you're outdoors a lot, the best and probably most expensive piece of gear you should have or have invested in are your boots or whatever you, you have on your feet right? that's protecting your feet and providing support for your ankles. Right. Even if, even if you don't like wearing like high boots or like a military style boot that has, um, a, they, I don't know the way they measure them is like seven inches or 10 inches high. And I, I don't know what they're measuring that from maybe right. the floor or the ground, the ground. But uh, high-quality footgear that provides ample ankle protection. The uh, cannot put enough emphasis on that. Right. And as a matter of fact, this I found this out 
uh, several years ago. I, I needed a. I was going hog hunting down south of here, South Florida, legit. And I went and bought me a nice set of snake boots. Right. Well, the snake boots come up and completely, you know, protect your calf. And they end, the top of the boot is basically just under your knee. Well, I have always had the idea that a good combat boot would provide that same level of coverage and protection of your calves, ankles, and feet. Hold it right. What I'm saying? Hold it right there. We're talking about boots. We're going to get back to that because boots are very, very, very important. That's uh, you know, I, I will attest to that. I'll tell why when we get back. Combat Speed LLC. Cool. That is the uh, that that is the vehicle that Mister Harrington here drives. This is where he teaches you how to be a gunfighter, and uh, you can find out more information by going to his Facebook page, S Dave Harrington. Befriend him and find keep tabs on what's going on with that. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. Airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. 
and I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. This is Lock and Load. This is the last time on the firing line talking to Super Dave Harrington from Combat Speed. We were talking boots, and I had to interrupt you. So go back to talking about some boots. I'll tell you my boot story after you tell me yours. Well, I was pretty much done, man, but I will reinforce the point that, uh, you know, I I think uh, it would be prudent if those in the position of – engineering footgear or combat boots for the, you know, all forces, all right. U.S. forces. Right. Uh, they should look at the the type of coverage and materials that are used to uh, make snake boots. Because, I mean, if you think about it, think about all the lower extremity injuries that you take uh, from secondary projectiles, you know, secondary projectiles that are generated by uh, explosive devices, blah, blah, blah. And you could probably cut down on injuries quite a bit if, um, you know, the actual combat boot provided protection from the knees down. Right. Anyway, that's all. That's just my two cents on that. Go ahead. So, even though I was in mechanized infantry, we had this insane uh, commemorative thing we did where my unit during uh, World War One had made this headlong retreat out of the Vogue's Mountains uh, in Belgium as the Germans were chasing them out. So, 
to commemorate that once a year, we would march, road march back from Grafenwehr to Bomberg in Germany, which I can't remember which it was. I suspect it was the lower number, but I think it was either 115 or 135 miles in three days. So I think it was probably 115. Right. Now, even at 115 miles, if you did not have a good pair of boots and if you did not plan, like, you know, you needed three pairs of socks during the day. Oh, yeah. Easy. So we needed to have three pairs of socks. We needed to get a really good fitting pair of boots. And it was, uh, I mean, back in those days, we had to polish our boots. We had black leather boots, right? Remember that? And oh, yeah. the German the German black leather boots that we were allowed, we were authorized to wear were so much better for marching of that type then then the cochran jump boots then the uh the issue boot i don't remember I, I don't remember what else was available to us on the american side from either the issue boot the cochran jump boot or the jungle boot right and that one just that, 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 that's not a marching boot the jungle boot's not a marching boot so not at all it's a jungle boot yeah nowadays uh-huh. nowadays i either wear ganners or solomons right and I, I like the Danners because they're very well put together, but I like the Solomons because they're sort of like a hybrid between a um, a basketball shoe and a combat boot. Right. And uh, they, they give lots of support, but they don't weigh as much. And any, any I mean, uh, boots are absolutely, that is a, that's a piece of equipment that you have got to spend some money on. You can get away, I yeah, think, but yeah, I think you can be a little cheaper on some of the other stuff, but boots that's one of the things you don't want to skimp on that's that's fact yeah you gotta take care of your feet yep period and that's with the boots uh your socks are just as important yep as your boots yep you know you go uh you spend three hundred dollars on a pair of boots and then you're wearing a pair of five cent socks yep that you know that, that don't make sense so, you know, when you taking care of your feet is a function of your socks and your boots. And when you fit that boot, you don't want to have a lot of movement when you put that on. You want to put on your sock that you're gonna is gonna be your biggest marching sock because you need a thick, nice padded, wicking, breathing padded sock. Put that on. Put on the boot, and if it's snug enough, to, but at the same time, it's not pinching you anywhere, or compressing you anywhere. That's your boot. Or at least that's what I found. Well, true, and that's that's a good start point. But you still need a, you know, a viable break-in period. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, very few are going to actually. I mean, like the uh, the way I found, figured out how to break in the Danners is I start out lacing them loose, and then each yep. and every time I start, every, every time I put them back on, the next time I lace them a little tighter, a little tighter, a little tighter, and then it's right. it's a very fine boot. But I mean. And nowadays, for a pair of boots, what do you think? Between 180 and 250 bucks, and that's probably the minimum price of admission. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, yeah. I would probably bump it up to at least 300 because yeah. the pair, the pair of cold weather boots that I just bought were like 270 bucks. Yeah. Well, what kind of what kind of boot was that? But they're Danners. Okay. But um, they are like for deep cold. Uh, they're deep, cold weather boots. I, I bought them for hunting, deer hunting. Right. Simply because, um, you know, you get out in the bush and you go static 
for hours on end. Yep. Uh, without you know a lot of movement involved, uh, your feet are going to suffer. Yep. But I took care of that. I would imagine an ex-military guy would be a very, very pesky deer hunter for the deer because uh, military guys know how to embrace misery. Oh, yeah. They know how well, to I, sit I, there and just suffer quietly. I've been known to stack them up like cordwood. Yeah. <laughs> deer. I love deer hunt. Yeah. What's your deer hunting weapon? Uh, believe it or not, I either use a, I've got a BAR in 30 6 <laughs> Yeah. That I, I use, um, or when I have anything, say, 200 yards and beyond. Right. But my favorite brush gun for deer is a Harrington and Richardson uh, single shot, break action, 12-gauge slug gun. Okay. Uh, with a rifle bore. And of course, I do have a. Uh, it's a specific, you know, shotgun slug scope. Right. And uh, that you know, a lot of people wouldn't think that would be a big deal, but uh, based on the energies that are created by a twelve gauge slug and blah blah blah, uh, you want to make sure that you do use a shotgun scope. Uh, but it's just a single shot slug gun, and I've got a Crimson Trace. Uh, I want to say it's a brush line something slugger scope. Right. Uh, it has a shotgun slug BDC reticle that's graduated in 25-meter increments. So you start with a, excuse me, you start with a 50-yard zero. Right. And I want to say the, I don't know how far out the actual BDC runs, probably four or 500 yards, but you're really not going to shoot beyond probably two or 300 yards with it. And then for a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening are probably going, whoa, he's out of his mind. Well, your skill has everything to do with your ability to hit right? with what you're using to hit with. So, you know, I have no problem uh, from an ethical standpoint of making the decision to engage a deer at, say, 200 yards. Right with with this with this setup. Well, we'll have to get into uh, that next time. We're about to run out of time here. I do want to okay. ask this before we do. Do you carry a secondary weapon just in case of other predators while you're out there deer hunting? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I wear a uh, G twenty ten millimeter in a chest rig. That's God's caliber, isn't it? Ten millimeter for uh, any type of. Uh, Two or four-legged critter, yes. Yeah. Ten millimeter is a flat-out standing cartridge. There you go. 
Thank you for joining if, me if today, you're sir. You're using the proper loads. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Mr. Bill. Yes, sir. And as for me, I'll be back on Monday. Between now and then, remember this. It has never been about gun control. Not once. Not ever. It has been, and it's always going to be, about total control. Carry your weapon everywhere you can. This has been Lock and Load. What's in a name? If that name is Ace Firearms, you've just entered a very expensive business. First, a fully appointed gun shop with all the guns, ammo, and accessories you could possibly imagine. But then you enter the manufacturing facility that is home to Red Alligator Concealment, Militia Arms Customs, and so much more. Ace Firearms is beyond a simple gun shop. This is a totally peerless operation. To find out more, go to acefirearms.com. Ace Firearms. This is only the beginning. At Spikes Tactical, we are all shooters with a very simple mission. Make the best product we can perfect at the best possible price for our consumers. We strive to produce the best components and rifles available with quality control second to none because real-world events don't allow for a second chance. Whether you are an operator, competitor, or home defender, Spikes Tactical will serve you well. Go to SpikesTactical.com. Spikes Tactical, 100% American-made to the highest standard. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Thank you.